Hello, and welcome to the F the Glitter podcast, podcast that's centered around highlighting women of color in the world of graphic design, brand design, and marketing strategy. I am your host, Ashley of A. Louise Creative. I didn't lose my tongue this time. And today, I have the honor of having my original business bestie with us again, Miss Ty Hall of Time Studios Incorporated. She has since switched out from just Time Out to branding herself not just as Unicorn, but as the go-to guru for post-operative massage and education. Um... So she's not necessarily a designer per se, but she is a creative in every sense of the word. My my bestie here, she she cooks, she paints, she um, she creates fantastical things out of her head and then she gives them to me and then I'm able to create fantastical things that you can actually see. And so the reason why I have her as a guest last time was because um, she, you know, helps other massage therapists brand themselves. But now she has morphed into this post-operative massage guru and other massage therapists are actually like trying to become mentees of hers and then we're also building a a, a license or a board like a, a national board for regulating post-operative massage just to make sure that it, the practice itself is safe for those who are using it so in all senses words she definitely f the glitter because there's nothing pretty about this until after you get the results of your massage so with that miss ty how have things been since you retired and in December? I don't even think I'm 30 days into my retirement. Don't I'm <laughs> boss. Work more now <laughs> that I'm retired than I did when I was a hands-on full-time massage therapist. I think we're on day 20. A day 20 yeah, of 2020 literally. junior, by the way. Because last year was ridiculous. I 2020 <laughs> put on a wig and came back so that she could get that free it was showing trial subscription. It was showing 2020 was showing 2021 around the office. Right. I'm gonna go kick my feet up and you continue to have. But I you got this. It is interesting and different being on this side of it because while I was doing and uh, I think I was doing a decent job of balancing being a hands-on provider, service provider, and then having the admin. Now it's like 95% admin, 95% creative, 95% business owner, and 5% doer. Like you will spend all of your time sitting, thinking, uh, exploring meetings, conferences, Zooms, blah, 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 blah. And then 5%, the actual execution of what we're designing. Like doing it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever Zoomed this much in my entire life than I have in the past and nine then, months. Another hill, like if I want to, I like being in people's energy and their space. And then I'm like, I'm about to head to a, a meeting. He was like, you can't Zoom it. This is Zoomable. Like, it's still a pandemic outside. You could totally Zoom this. So uh, it has been a nice transition in contrast to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things that I want, wished existed, I now have the time to actually go out and create. From products to infrastructure and the federal board mentioned to building my own med spa i just finished up a call yes i remember we started that last year we started that january of last year we started talking about that and here we are january i have learned so 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 much about how business is done and i 
I want to give so much kudos to all of the dreamers in the world, the crazies. One of my favorite quotes is by Steve Jobs is here's to the crazies, the square holes, the square pegs that won't fit into your round holes, always makes that quote up, or your square, pe- your circle pegs that won't fit into mm-hmm. the square holes. Those who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are usually the ones who do. The more that I find out about how corporate business is done, large scale investments are done, the more I realize how freaking hard entrepreneurs and small business owners have to believe in themselves. They have to be by themselves shooting in the gym, 10,000 hours, no one clapping for them. They got to clap for themselves and continue to put their own selves back on because once you get to a certain level, everyone, it just becomes so much easier. It's not easy, it's but it's substantially easier to do things on a heightened level because you now have access to mm-hmm. a different group of capital that you don't have when you are by yourself. You have to be your everything, mm-hmm. your own cheerleader, your own encouragement, your own review staff. Your, as you keep growing, there's money set aside for people to invest in those projects where you have the capital for project managers. You have the capital to build and create your own products. Like I just got the phone with the woman that I was talking to. She is um, my, my spa advisor and mentor. And she's like, oh no, um, just go ahead and finish up whatever products that you're working on right now. And from there, we're going to move and shift. And I'm going to take you to introduce you to, did you hear that? I'm going to introduce you. I didn't have to go and find people on my own. Oh, I'm going to uh-huh. introduce. Yeah, I already got the connection. These plugs. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you to yes. an FDA manufacturing company where every single product that they create for you is already FDA approved. They have the budget, the wherewithal, they have the storage and the space. Everything that I was busting and spending. I gave my dude second degree chemical burn. The very first time that I tried to create. Unicorn oil on my own. I remember. They got a whole goddamn lab. And because they have a larger infrastructure, everything winds up being more cost effective and cheaper, which allows me to make more money. And I didn't have anything but sit here and talk to this woman. Right. Meanwhile, when you are a dreamer mm-hmm. and you're burning the candle at both ends, early mornings, what you do in the darkness is what winds up you in the light it allows you to shine because you work so hard by yourself in the dark so now being in the light we can say that metaphor and physical now you can breathe nice being on this side of it it is nice when your pain can have a purpose and the things that i went through that i struggled survived and am now able to heal from personally and professionally that all of it has a purpose mm-hmm. so you for as long as i've known you've always been a boss right and even when we started you know we were we were shooting in the gym together i think i you know fell off lots of games but we've been shooting the game from the beginning and when you will fall one of the off, things when i will fall off you pull okay. me back up i'm not gonna allow you to say that like the we're games that we lost yeah but we still went into championships yeah yeah I, I i get it i get it i get it i get it but like when when you started becoming the level of tie that you are now because part of this is is teaching 
the business side of being a creative, like if you're going to be a creative, and you're going to be a professional creative. There are certain aspects of business that you have to hone in on and embrace and accept and adjust to so that you're an effective business when it comes to being a professional creative. So like what were some things that helped you the most when you stepped into becoming Ty Hall of Time Studios Incorporated. I love how you put that, that transition of going from, or for that transition of me being Time Studios Inc. from where I came from of just being Time Out Massage or Time Out Studios. I actually started off as um, my LLC was Perfect Timing Enterprises LLC before I swapped it into an incorporation or before I stepped up into a corporation. The small details that are often overlooked I am a part of the crazies. I am a a part of the dreamer. I am going to jump off the cliff and I will build the airplane on the way down. You will never be ready. It'll never be the right time. You will never have enough money. You will never have enough time. It's the only moment that you have to become is now. It's only all you have is now. I think that's one of the greatest misconceptions is that we always think that we have more time, that I'll I'll do it tomorrow or I'll get to it next week. And life is what happens while you're making all of these other plans. Uh, What the problem is that a lot of the crazies forget is that you got to finish building the plane. So I'll jump off the cliff with the destination in mind, knowing that somewhere in the back, I got a parachute and some fail states. That's plan. You know, there's 26 letters of the alphabet. Don't get hung up on plan A. You have to be able to be versatile. You have to be able to be like water and move fluidly and adjust as your intentions. You can have the same goal and the same dreams, but how you get there is absolutely going to change. So I got the other 25 letters of the alphabet in the back. I got me a parachute over there. You can build the big bulk aspects of this plane, but who knew that if you didn't know, I don't know, put like a wing shift over there or the brakes over here, you still gonna crash and burn. And along the way, you have to pause and fix the holes in the game plan. So that was the one of the biggest, most crucial things that allowed me transition from just being an LLC to being able to be a corporation. As you just design and narrate your empire, pause and take the time to look back at seeing what have I missed? What holes need to be plugged? What contracts need to be created? What policies need to be highlighted? What jargon needs to be included? Where, if this was a boat, so we're gonna go from plane. Usually I I compare the body to a car, but today we're using other modes of uh, transportation. If this were a boat and you're out at sea and you're realizing that it's taking on water, where is that water coming in at? Where do you need to, where's the leaks and fixing those leaks? And um, I was always in go mode, like just go, 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 go. And when you pause and I look and I'm like, I'm bleeding money over here, I'm messing up over here, I'm getting cussed out on social media over here, why? What needs to be fixed in my infrastructure for me to be able to continue moving forward? And there's nothing wrong with pausing, taking a few steps back so you can take giant leaps forward. So during the, knowing that I wanted to, retire at the end of 2020 and knowing where I wanted to go in 2021, I started fixing my holes at the beginning of 2020. Probably right after we had that car, I went back and I started fixing a lot of the holes. I started 
systems and processes in ways that I didn't before and allow myself to maintain some form of structure instead of always allowing life to just happen to me. I started to plan out how my days were going to go. Okay. So with that, um, planning out how your days go. Cause like for me, I have a scheduler and I realized I need to be more strict with my scheduler because like today I've got six calls today. I haven't designed not a thing today because I've been on the phone all day today, you know, but that's because I didn't have the foresight to see, oh, like I need to cut down on how many I can get in a day so that I can actually deliver on the work. Baby Shark's in the back because my coworker is here. He just, you know, arrived. Like, what is going on? <laughs> my coworker is in the back. I, you know, honestly, like part of my brand is I'm a mom. I'm a mom first and then I'm an entrepreneur. So, hey, small people are here. Um, so how do you, how did you create the, see, there he is. How did you create the discipline in making sure that your day's stage structure and they didn't just kind of It's something go that's often place. overlooked and I promote it when I have the chance to talk to people. And me being this international massage extraordinary blah blah bleedy blah and everybody wants to know how to get to this level and how to brand out grow and expand and it, they usually think that I'm going to tell them something massage related and it's not you you doing your business or your craft or whatever it is that you're in love with that's only 10 to 15 percent of it the other is you have to master being a better business owner and that comes with and what helped me get more structure and insight is by mastering my intellectual calendar, where I would out every minute and second of my day. I would, them would be on there or go walking and come back to the shower, um, eat breakfast. Like I had to actually schedule me inhaling food. Uh, if I'm going to write out my emails, I'm going to respond to emails. I need to call this person back. I need to set up this meeting. Oh, I have six calls next week. Let me set up Zoom links for all six of my calls in advance. But I would look at what needs to be done. I will make one master list of all of my tasks that need to be accomplished. And then I would divvy them up along with my, on my intellectual calendar. And then I would also, after on my master list, I would write out how long it should take for me to accomplish each one of these tasks. That would allow me to stay aligned without running over, without getting overwhelmed, um, it's okay to have a master list of 500 things, but you can't do all 500 of those things in one day, one week, one month. By assigning times to how long this task should take you to accomplish, it allows you to actually get through them a lot quicker, more efficiently, and then with a lot less anxiety. As a business owner, you're scared to make a mistake. I believe in failing forward because mistakes are going to happen. But when you don't intentionally set yourself up for failure, and you're more realistic with yourself and your your own professional occupational expectations, you usually get better results. What have you found to be the most fulfilling aspect of your creative career? The most fulfilling aspect of your creative career? I don't know if I said this before, but I love revisiting the ideas. One, uh, if you were to ever ask somebody, what is the most expensive uh, what is the the richest place in the world? And they'll like name drop countries and provinces and stuff. But I disagree. The most expensive and the richest place in the world is the graveyard. It's the cemetery where all pe- people will take their dreams, their ideas, books never written, scripts never 
uh, executed um, ideas never capitalized on, inventions never created with them to the grave. Nestle, I want to give God a raggedy, empty body like here, bruh. Thank you. I appreciate it. And with a, a testimony that I was, I lived. I don't need to live for other, but I want to create things that will. And being able to go back and see that, okay, while I had this great idea, it wasn't always the best time, or maybe I need to focus on these ideas more. And so coming back and uh, finishing projects that we started from like, oh my gosh, I, I have a product line now, Forever Jatane. Ash, when did we start Forever Jatane? Wasn't it like at least six years ago? Maybe more? We started, yeah. We started Forever Jatane around the same time that you were doing uh, oh my God. the classes. So when you were starting to, to be do able to time see Forever Jatane come to life and become a thing. <gasps> Literally. It's so freaking cool. <laughs> Literally. Um, a dream deferred. And you don't, you're it not have to <laughs> in a sun or a dream deferred. So that has been the coolest thing in my career. Uh, ventures. We're going to take a slight break. (laughs) This year, fthaglitter.com is also the home of the ETG Creatives, a directory of professional, vetted, and experienced women of color who are graphic designers, brand designers, web designers, illustrators, publicists, copywriters, and other creative professionals. If you're looking to get listed on a trusted platform, or if you're looking to hire a woman of color creative with a proven track record, then you need to go to www.fthaglitter.com for more information. That is E-F-F-T-H-E-G-L-I-T-T-E-R.com. All right, so we're back and we're going to go back into the fun part. So normally the fun part is like a bunch of random questions that I asked, you know, so people can get to know you, but this isn't your first rodeo. So we kind of already know who you are. So we're going to pull a question from the list of questions. So your main industry is massage therapy, but it's not massage therapy in the sense of relaxation. It's more so in the medical field aspect of massage therapy. And so I know you've opened the door to, you know, a lot of people finding out what being a doll is. So like, what have you found has been some of the bigger things that a lot of people didn't realize that goes into post-operative massage? Like I didn't know anything about lymphatic massage, whether it's you know, uh, plastic surgery or any kind of surgery. So like, what are some of the things that like when people finally figure out, oh, like where does that tend to happen? I think it happens twice. Once before surgery, when they start like getting it, if you're a good doll and you start, if you do your research properly and all that goes into it and how overwhelming it is, but you can prepare and research and study and look up and ask all the questions in the world. Nothing will truly prepare you for as soon as you wake up and you're like, oh shit, what did I get myself into? And the before surgery that people are like, oh, uh, a lot of it is the cost 
because most people that only focus on the cost that's associated with the procedure itself, but not all of like what you have to buy. And then if you're traveling, like if your doctor is somewhere else, your flights and your, uh, your accommodations, so where you're staying or who's taking care of you, those are extra costs associated with it. Your post-operative massages. So like that price tag is different than the price tag that when you really make peace with, okay, I think I want to do this. You have one price in your, in your mind, but it is different than what you really wind up making peace with oh, this is what I'm about to be paying. Okay, hold on. Let me just go on and basically double this thing. That first, oh my gosh. The okay. second, oh my gosh, is based around mental care and mental health. People go into mm-hmm. what I have started to dub post-op depression or the post-op blues. And it happens to everybody, mm-hmm. whether you are there for an hour, uh, a week, a month, everybody goes through it and has that why did I do this moment? That's a huge, oh, oh, this was a dumb idea. And then you heal and you're like, I love my results. <laughs> so um, would you, what are some other situations where a person might need post-operative massage? Like if Even they're not, if getting, you're plastic not getting plastic surgery, post-op will come in handy with any form of, whether it's medically deemed or if it's elective. If someone is in a car accident, a lot of the things that we'll do, any form of physical trauma, post-operative massage can help. It's just more of a necessity, an emergent necessity that winds up attracting and bringing together all of these different audiences that otherwise wouldn't have interacted from client to provider to therapist to nurses that uh, are attached to this industry. But post-op, any form of physical trauma can benefit from the services we provide. So we're going to slide on into needing help and realizing that you need help. So as creative, a lot of us are solopreneurs and a lot of us start as solopreneurs and we finally, you know, gravitate, migrate and upgrade to be, you know, having a team. But what was, what would you say was the defining moment when you finally realized like, I need some help with this? Like, I'm still swallowing that pill. So let's talk about the med spa that I am erecting. Even if you're surrounded by people who have money, there's one common question that everybody with money is going to ask you. How much do you need? And you think that that's a simple thing? Right. Not at all. No, not, no. For you to really put down, like, I mean, you could toss a number out there and be like, ah, somewhere, you know, maybe like 150, 250,000. But then as you start getting deeper into this thing and you're looking at operating costs, you want it to be as successful as possible. So you're not wasting anyone's time or money, especially yours. And you need to have front desk staff up front up a pan, and they're not going to give you the homie hookup. No, they want to get paid. So you mm-hmm. need to have money available for them. You need to have um, the walls got to be painted. Apparently you can't have just plain boring walls and you got to buy equipment and machines and you have to have Wi-Fi and telephone and operating systems. You have to have products and blah, blah. This like, it keeps going up. So if you were to sit down and try to put together your own business plan of what you need, that starts to look, uh, it gets scary. And then you, you get overwhelmed. You don't know all that goes into it. The one thing that gives me occupational peace mm-hmm. that allows me to get out of my own way from being a DIY queen is that you don't need to do everything on your own. Instead, you be the best at what it is that you do, how you do it. And then you find other people who are doing the same. 
so I found out that there are companies who do that for you and it's called a feasibility study. And when you, so I went to go find, okay, who's the best person to do a feasibility study inside of my industry? Um, I found a company and then that's right. who started plugging me to all these other people. But pushing the pause button and caring about your dream and your purpose enough to acknowledge when you need help is a gift, a skill that you have to continually hone. And I would encourage someone as you're trucking along, ask yourself, is this something I have to do on my own or can I outsource this? There are over eight different resources mm -hmm. that you can use and money is just one of them. I've paid people in food before. I've paid people in massages. You have helped me and you paid me in graphic designer services and I've given you coaching. Like it doesn't always have to be an exchange of money, but you have to professionally humble yourself enough to acknowledge and no one else can do this for you. No one acknowledge you need help. Right. You have to be able to acknowledge that. And that's the, the only, that's the hardest part. Past that, you're like, all right, I need help. Cool. Who can help me find someone else who's being an expert and a boss in their field? Mm -hmm. Okay. And that, that's a good point because I know I've talked to, I've had a couple other episodes today and um, both of them said that they spent their time during the pandemic, even though they were still working, they spent that time honing in on themselves, getting a business coach to teach them, this is the stuff that you're missing. Like we need to get this together so that your life will be easier. And like, I, I, I myself have not yet found a business coach per se, but I have my business friends who are coaches. And I guess in a way I kind of siphon stuff from different people as to what I need to fix within my structure because I can't do it by myself. You can't do it by yourself. Like nobody professionally, you cannot, you can, you can, but you drive yourself crazy and you'll hold really fast. All that okay, I'm trying to do it because the feasibility studies are expensive. They're usually anywhere from 10,000 to a hundred thousand dollars. But if I were to push the pause button on how much mm -hmm. I make per month, how many hours I spent trying to do this by myself, I spent more than the cost of the feasibility study. And it was a waste because I didn't do it right. Cause that's not what I do. I need to stay save up your little right. coins and put it towards those people because in the end, it will wind up saving you a whole bunch of money and time. I agree. I totally do. Now with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. I love when conversations come full circle and we started a conversation talking about plugging the holes in the boat and fixing the airplane. Right. And so here we go. <laughs> that coach will help you fill in the holes. Don't miss out on the knowledge. Don't miss out. On, don't skim yourself on the knowledge. Like don't, and don't miss out on the internally, knowledge. Don't. What do I need help with? What can I be doing better? If you continue to do all the things that you're good at, you're not going to become any better than what you already are. Right. And be honest with yourself. Like you got to be honest with yourself. Like my, my season two repeat guests all right, these are self-reflection and introspection type episodes. Like I, I, we got to know you already. So it's like, okay, so now what? It's like, well, now you got to use the knowledge. You got to use the knowledge. And Repeat, trial and error and fix it and make it better and then keep doing it. The wheel's going to keep spinning and you just figure out how to make it spin better. Mm -hmm. Totally agree, man. So with that, I want to say thank you, Miss Ty Hall of Time Studios Incorporated. I like using that accent, so don't judge me. Where can people find you so that they can continue Apparently to I'm connect with you, man? Um, time out on Clubhouse is T A I M E O U T. Mm -hmm. Time out Studios on Twitter, Instagram is Time Out mm -hmm. Massage, and in uh, my website is mm -hmm. timeout.com. Come on, let me. I'll be around. All right. 
<laughs> With that, we are going to close this episode. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the F the Glitter podcast. I'm your host, Ashley of A. Louise Creative, where we shine the spotlight on women of color in the industry of graphic design, brand design, marketing strategy, and brand strategy. A special thanks to my guests for joining us today. And we'll be here next week for our next episode of F the Glitter. You can find us on your favorite podcast broadcast station, iTunes, Spotify, Google Cast, and others. We look forward to seeing you next week.